Welcome everyone to the Hikes Peak Podcast. Thank you for coming back to the mountain. We're officially into bowl season with Fresno State taking New Mexico State behind the woodshed in the New Mexico Bowl. And Boise State broke down late to lose the LA Bowl belt to UCLA. Of course, we'll hand out a special Bowl Week 1 weekly MVP and go over this week's transfer portal updates, which is really heating up. We'll also go through a quick season recap for the Broncos and Bulldogs, and then it's time to make fun of ourselves with a look back at preseason predictions for our site and my overall record for the predictions I've made throughout the season. Tons of stuff to get through, so let's not waste any more time. Let's go. We'll start with the New Mexico Bowl, Fresno State taking on New Mexico State. Here we are in Albuquerque with the Bulldogs matching up with the CUSA runner-up in Jerry Kills Aggies. Fresno State struck first with a field goal and then took a commanding lead with Dean Clark picking off the Diego Pavia setting up a 26-yard touchdown pass to Josiah Freeman. New Mexico State got some life after Eric Brooks muffed a punt, which they traded in for a field goal, but the Bulldogs drove right down the field on their next drive to go up by 14 on Mikey Keene's second touchdown pass of the day to Jalen Gill. The 17-3 score would hold into halftime, and Fresno State opened the second half with another field goal. The Aggies finally found the end zone after converting on four straight third downs to set up a 14-yard touchdown scramble from Diego Pavia, but every dog has its day, and it was Mikey Keens today, with him leading another lengthy drive that he capped off with a 40-yard touchdown run to make it 27-10 with 13 minutes to go. New Mexico State playing their 15th game of the year just looked gassed. Their offense wouldn't get another first down, and Fresno State added another 10 points for good measure, including Mikey Keens' third touchdown pass of the day. Interim coach Tim Skipper got a well-earned Gatorade bath for his first win as a head coach, as the Bulldogs won their fifth straight bowl game and third in a row, gaining momentum into the offseason and beyond. Mikey Keene had arguably his best game of the year, going 31 of 39, 380 passing yards, three touchdowns, an interception, and a rushing touchdown. Malik Sherrod played great, 90 rushing yards and 81 receiving yards. Freshman Jalen Moss continues to impress, four catches, 76 receiving yards, and a touchdown. Jalen Gill had a very nice day with five catches, 69 receiving yards, and a touchdown. Lavelle Bailey had eight tackles and a sack in his final collegiate game. Dean Clark had six tackles and an interception. And Phoenix Jackson had four tackles, two tackles for loss, a sack, and a deflection. The Bulldogs held Diego Pavia to just 11 of 25, 58 passing yards, an interception, and 72 rushing yards and a touchdown on the ground. Just an incredible performance for Fresno State all the way around. Next, we'll go to the other bowl game with the LA Bowl between Boise State and UCLA. An awesome matchup at SoFi Stadium with the Mountain West champion, Broncos facing off against Chip Kelly and the Bruins. Boise State would open the scoring with a field goal and add a second to push their lead to six. UCLA woke up and scored their first touchdown of the game after quarterback Colin Schlee picked up 50 yards on a run and then found Hudson Habermail in the end zone on third and five. The Broncos took the lead back with their third field goal of the first half and got their own touchdown with a long drive that George Holani finished off by punching the ball in from a yard out. Boise State had a 16-7 halftime lead, but they just collapsed lapsed in the second half. There's no other way to put it. UCLA cut the lead to two with second quarterback Ethan Garbers hitting Kyle Ford for a five-yard score. They then seized the lead by driving down the field with ease and punching it in from a yard out with TJ Harden. The Broncos punted for the third straight time while the Bruins would find the end zone for a third straight time, needing just three plays to score with a TJ Harden 14-yard run just before the end of the third quarter. Down 28-16, Boise State still had nothing offensively with a true freshman at 
quarterback. As after C.J. Tiller got picked off by Alex Johnson, UCLA scored on the very next play with Ethan Garbers finding potential first-round pick. J. Michael Sturdivant wide open for a 40-yard touchdown, making it 35-16 with six minutes left. The Broncos finally broke through with George Holani breaking into the second level and going all the way for a 66-yard house call, cutting the lead to 13 after a failed two-point attempt. Not a bad way to end your collegiate career, but UCLA wouldn't give the ball back after that, securing the LA Bowl belt. Boise State finishes the year at 8-6 and six as they officially enter a new-ish era under Spencer Danielson. In C.J. Tiller's first career start, he did struggle 12 of 21, 117 passing yards, and an interception. In what may be George Holani's final collegiate game, he had a very nice performance, 138 rushing yards, two touchdowns, and 45 receiving yards. Ashton Genty was fine, didn't have too much of an impact, only 85 rushing yards. Alexander Tubner led the way for the Broncos defensively with 12 tackles. Ty Benefield had eight tackles and a tackle for loss, and Andrew Simpson had six tackles and a tackle for loss. For the Bruins, it was TJ Harden who did a lot of the damage against Boise State with 105 rushing yards, two touchdowns, and 26 receiving yards. J. Michael Sturdivant, the very talented receiver, also had a great day of four catches, 142 receiving yards, and a touchdown. It's an easy choice for our Bowl Week 1 Hikes Peak Weekly MVP. We're going to go with Mikey Keene, who again went 31 of 39, 380 passing yards, three touchdowns, an interception, and a rushing touchdown. His performance was the main reason the Bulldogs were so dominant against a very good New Mexico State team. Can't wait to see what you accomplish as a junior. Congrats, Mikey. Now with the bowl games taken care of, let's quickly take an overhead look at who carried the load for Fresno State and Boise State this year. Mikey Keene was everything the Bulldogs were hoping he would be when he committed from UCF. He threw for 2,976 yards and 24 touchdowns, the most since Jake Hayner in 2021. Malik Sherrod emerged as a star with nearly 1,000 rushing yards, 9 rushing touchdowns, and over 1,200 all-purpose yards. Veteran Eric Brooks was their best receiver overall with almost 800 yards and 5 touchdowns, but freshman Jalen Moss broke out as a building block for the future with 700 receiving yards and 6 touchdowns. The Bulldog defense had so much talent, too much to shout out everyone, but they had 3 players with 80-plus tackles, 5 with more than 5 tackles for loss, 5 with multiple interceptions, and 3 with 7-plus deflections. They were quite the unit to watch this year. Overall, 29 wins over the last 3 years is the best stretch in Fresno State history since the David Carr era from 2001 to 2003. Moving on to the Broncos, welcome to the Ashton Genty stat corner. He had 1,347 rushing yards, 7th in school history, 14 rushing touchdowns, and over 1,900 all-purpose yards. He's coming back for one more year and could literally be a first-round pick or a dark horse Heisman candidate. While the Broncos defense had a roller coaster year, two players burst onto the scene as bona fide game wreckers. Linebacker Andrew Simpson racked up 66 tackles, 16 tackles for loss, six and a half sacks, two interceptions, and two forced fumbles. Edge rusher Ahmed Hassanein dominated with 53 tackles, 16 and a half tackles for loss, 12 and a half sacks. Both of those last two were second in the Mountain West. And like Andrew, two forced fumbles. 25 wins over the last three years, ironically, is the worst that the Broncos have been since they first entered the FBS level in 1997. They did also win their first conference championship since 2019. Now let's go over all the transfer portal madness that went down this week. First, something I missed from earlier in the cycle, Boise State star wide receiver Eric McAllister officially commits to TCU. Colorado State lost two starters in D-tackle Grady Kelly and wide receiver Lewis Brown IV. Five Lobo starters picked a new home. Safety Jermarius Lewis committed 
to Southern Miss. Center CJ James committed to UTSA. Tackle DJ Wingfield committed to Purdue. Starting guard Shanko Matautia entered the portal and committed to Arizona State. And last but not least, star corner Zach Morris is committing to in-conference rival San Diego State. Speaking of the Aztecs, the mass exodus from San Diego State continues. Cornerback Noah Avenger and wide receiver Breon Penny entered the portal. Guard Cade Bennett and linebacker Cooper McDonald commit to TCU. Cornerback Des John Malone commits to Oklahoma. Tight end Mark Redman commits to Louisville. Tackle Brendan Crenshaw-Dixon commits to Florida. Standout freshman safety Marcus Ratcliffe committed to UCLA. And last but not least, star linebacker Zyrus Fiaseu committed to Arizona State. John Lewis did land his QB, though, in Florida State sophomore A.J. Duffy. San Jose State starting tackle Fernando Carmona Jr. committed to Arkansas. Tight end Dominic Mazzotti committed to UMass. They did land former four-star safety Larry Turner Gooden from Texas, which softens the blow of losing two starters. Utah State starting safety Devin Dye entered the portal, but they have already landed three Power 5 transfers, two of them on the offensive line, so Blake Anderson the Aggies already getting to work. Fresno State starting tight end Trey Watson entered the portal, backup quarterback Logan Fife officially committing to Minnesota, and last but not least, Hawaii kicker and punter Matt Shipley committed to Arkansas. Now for our last order of business, let's take a look back at how Mountain West Connection and myself predicted the season would go. First, let's take a peek at how I did with my predictions that I've been making for every Mountain West game this year. Overall, my record was 61-27 and straight up, which is about 69%, and against the spread, I went 49-38-1, which is 56.3%. My best week straight up was week three when I went 10-1. and The only game I got wrong was picking San Jose State over Toledo. My worst week straight up was week five when I went 0-3. My best week against the spread was week four when I went 8-2. That was a wild week with six different games finishing within one score. And my worst week against the spread was week 11 when I went 2-4. Now let's look at our site preseason awards and voting and see if any of them were even close. Starting with Offensive Player of the Year, we picked Taylon Green. Second place was Tori Horton and third place was Shevin Cordiero. Obviously, Taylon Green had kind of a rough season and ended up transferring to Arkansas. And the eventual Offensive Player of the Year, Ashton Genty, got no votes. Our preseason Defensive Player of the Year was Easton Gibbs, followed by Cam Lockridge and Trey Taylor. The eventual winner, Mohamed Kamara, got no votes. Not like Easton Gibbs had a bad season, just wasn't as dominant as the eventual winner, Kamara. We had Jack Browning as our special teams player of the year. No votes for Jose Pisano. Our offensive breakout of the year was Wyoming running back to Wyan McNeely, followed by Mikey Keene and Eric McAllister. McNeely did tear his ACL early in the year. Mikey Keene played phenomenal, and so did Eric McAllister. But ultimately, our winner was Jalen Royals, and he had no votes earlier in the year. For defensive breakout of the year, we had Andrew Simpson, followed by Tyler Keene, Ahmed Hassanane, and DJ Harvey. So we actually got one right with Andrew Simpson being our defensive breakout of the year at the end of the year as well. Our offensive freshman of the year was Damian Henderson II, the running back for Colorado State. No votes for UNLV quarterback Jaden Maiava, who eventually won the award. Our defensive freshman of the year was Jonah Lewis from Utah State. We also had Deshaun Misa from Boise State and Chase Davis also from Utah State. There were no votes for the eventual winner, Paul Fitzgerald, again from Utah State. Our coach of the year was Troy Calhoun, followed by Jeff Tedford and Jay Norvell. No votes for Barry Odom. Obviously, no one saw that coming. Looking at our team rankings, Boise State was our preseason champion, so we did get that right. We had UNLV ranked ninth, and no one had them ranked 
higher than eighth. They were beyond off the radar. San Jose State was ranked sixth, so we slightly underestimated the Spartans. Air Force, Wyoming, and Fresno State made up the next three spots and all mostly reached their expectations. San Diego State was ranked fourth by us, and they finished dead last in the conference. Nothing else was too interesting about our voting in retrospect. A little too low on Utah State, a little too high on Colorado State, and what was expected from Hawaii, New Mexico, and Nevada. And for our top 10 players, I broke these into three sections of players that reached expectations from the preseason, players that exceeded those expectations, and players that did not meet them. We'll start with the guys who reached expectations. Torrey Horton was the number one player in our list at the beginning of the year, and he ends up finishing at number three. Had a very solid year, was banged up a little bit, but he still fought through it, played all 12 games, and had a heck of a year. Another guy who announced he's going to be returning for one last year, so that's a huge bonus for the Rams going forward. Easton Gibbs started the year ranked second and finished ranked sixth. He didn't have as dominant as a year as some people may have thought, but he was still very solid and one of the best linebackers in the country. Jack Howell was ranked eighth to start the year and finished ranked 10th. Trey Taylor was 10th to start the year and was the first player out of the top 10 as we finished the year. There are risers up this list. Mohamed Kamara obviously had to be on here. He started at number seven at the beginning of the year and finished at number four. Ashton Genty got a handful of votes, so he started at 14th in the beginning of the year and finished all the way up at number one. Same situation with Ricky White, who started at number 17 and finishes the year at number two. And now all the guys who weren't even ranked on the original list. Kyrie Robinson got no love at the beginning of the year, but finished number five in our list. MJ Tafisi Jr. wasn't ranked, but finished seventh. Ike Larson wasn't ranked, but finished eighth. Ahmed Hassanin wasn't ranked preseason, but finished ninth. Dolan Holker wasn't mentioned preseason, and he finished 12th. And Andrew Simpson did not get ranked to start the year, but finished ranked at number 13. And for the guys that fell off of this list, Taylor Green started the year at number three, did not make the list to end the year. Cam Lockridge, the cornerback for Fresno State, was number four and was not ranked at the end of the year. He did have a season-ending injury pretty early into the year. He should still have a very nice year next year. He should still have a very good year next year. DJ Schramm, the Boise State linebacker, was fifth in our original list and did not get ranked on our postseason list. George Holani was sixth in the preseason rankings and did not get ranked in the postseason. And Chevin Cordiero was ninth on the original list and did not get ranked in this one. Overall, I'm pretty satisfied with how our site and myself did this year as far as trying to predict the future. It's absolutely impossible to get everything right, so I'm glad we actually got a couple of things right. More than anything, it's just about creating conversation and discussion about how good these players are in this conference. It's all just fun and semantics at the end of the day. That's it for this episode of the Hikes Peak Podcast. Thank you so much for coming back to the mountain. Make sure to make the trek back here next Tuesday for another brand new episode where we'll go over how Air Force, Utah State, and San Jose State did in their bowl games. If you enjoyed the episode, rate the show five stars on whatever platform you're listening on or leave us a review on iTunes. Nothing helps the show out more than that, so any ratings would be greatly appreciated. Follow us on Twitter at MWC Connection and find all of your Mountain West news at MWCConnection.com. Thank you again for listening. We hit over 1,000 lifetime listens as well, so thank you everyone from the bottom of my heart for helping with that. Until next time, I'm Jack Thompson. Enjoy your life.